Dish top two an hour two, so we're going to go ahead and take them. Diane, you are on the program today. Thanks for holding on. What can we help you with? Hi, Diane. Hey, Diane. Hi, my name's Di- my name's Diane. Great. What can we do? Hey, I'm calling to see. I'm looking for a place in Stillwater that will I could host a bridal shower for twenty people, mother daughters, um, on a Sunday afternoon. Well, I know you could at Nacho Mama's because you've done that. I've oh, done okay. it. It's real fun. It's a nacho Mexican place, but it's good, and they're really fun and super nice. And if you want to go a little oh, bit, if you want to go a little bit upscale, then you want to think about Hotel Laura. They've got great tables and great spaces at Feller. At Feller, um, Feller is the restaurant okay. at Hotel Laura. Yeah, Perfect. I would I would say okay. Brick and Bourbon too might be worth checking into. There's so much good stuff in Stillwater right now. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. All right. So those are three great suggestions. So I will give them a try. Thank All right. You, Thanks for calling in. Diane is right, wrapped up day. and we're moving on to Katie. Katie, we have a question for you before you ask us your question. Are you there, Katie? I'm here. Are you a relative of Barb or Lori's? Well, I have a Barb, but not a Lori. Okay, because Barb and Lori are in here, and they're like, oh. maybe it's our cousin Katie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Yeah. Nope. No it is really funny. funny. Okay, Katie, what's your question? All right, guys. So my husband and I actually tonight get to use a Christmas present, finally. We are also going to the suburbs, so and good. we are staying at the Celeste. Oh, so you're yeah, going to meet Barb and Lori at the bar. <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah, they'll be there. Oh, my gosh. The Nordbees. All right. We'll be looking for them. Okay. Um, but I'm wondering if you have any ideas for a dinner that's a little lower key than um, Meritage. Of course. Uh, red Cow up the, up the hill and Red Rabbit right up the hill. And you can park up there and walk down, actually, for your show. Um, okay. It's pretty convenient. Wait, where's yeah. the show? It's at the Palace. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, and you know, Pillbox Tavern is actually on the other side of the little alleyway, you know, up the street a little bit. And they have, it's just a great little tavern spot. They've got, Graham is a killer chef there. His fish and chips. (laughs) Whereas in the fish fry battle, and it is so good. So good. Oh, we love a good little tavern. Yeah, it's a great tavern. Pillbox Tavern. Pillbox Tavern. I love it. Awesome. You guys, thank you so much. All right, Katie, say hi to Barb and Lori. When you meet them at the bar tonight, they look like sisters. You can't miss them. We've got our eye out. Thank you, guys. Okay. At the beginning of the hour of two, we always do the weekly dish top two. Here we go. Give me the old one, one, two, one, two. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In our 
two. All right, give me two, with it, with it, with it. All right, it is time for the top two in hour two. Stephanie, I'm going to start just because I have two TV things. Yeah. <laughs> Bridgerton has started. Okay. I tried to watch the first episode and I couldn't get my TV to work because my husband's out of town. So I just want you guys to know you can start watching it. I will start watching it sometime this weekend. But also, Stephanie March, you would like WeWork with on Anne Hathaway, Jared Leto, who's yeah. smoking we hot, love by him. the way. Sure. Uh, and they play the couple, Josh Newman, who started the WeWork group of co-working around the world and around the country. It's called We Crash, right? No, it's We Work. No, but no, no. The, oh, the, We Crash. We yeah. Crash yep. is the movie. And it's five episodes, so it's short. But it basically uh, chronicles the rise and fall. There's a few episodes left, so I watched five. And what is it on? It's only on Apple TV, I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Just so you know. And I tried to give someone my Apple TV password. That is not an easy thing because it connects them to your like Apple ID. This is that they have smartly done they it really so that have you figured can't. It out. You yeah. have to do like a ten. You have to do like that two week sample like sign in thing and just try to keep. Yeah. So it, if you try to give your Apple password, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. They okay. So right. that's just a little TV for you. That's your TV. All right. Well, I'm going to give my first one as uh, Barbrava, which is a place I went for happy hour the other day. And I just have to shut that place out because a lot of people kind of, I think, forget about it. And it's this cute little natural wine focused sort of wine bar up in north, you know, Minneapolis, sort of right off of Broadway and 94. And it is just, gosh, it's lovely. And just is it the old Bev's. Huh? No. Okay. Totally different area. It's near Meteor Bar. Got it. And so it's right off of like, you know, yeah, it's right off of Broadway and and like where the BJ's Lounge used to be. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Right up there. Oh, I got to check that out. Yeah. Cute little place. And it kind of opened right before the pandemic. And then it got kind of shut down. Barbrava. Yeah. Barbrava. Lots of natural wines. I had two glasses of superb pet nat, which you know I love, Mm -hmm. which is the... Uh, naturally bubbly champagne kind of thing. And um, lots of great orange wines, no cocktails, but just beer and wine and ciders. They have some great Spanish ciders too. Okay, I would so, like that. And snacks. Like you order a couple little snacks. It's and a, snacks. snacks. It's a perfect happy hour spot. Okay. Stephanie, yes. you a few weeks back talked about Stories Behind the Menu, which was an event you hosted at Modern Well. Right. Are you going to be the host yes. for the other three dinners? The magazine is spo- is helping sponsor. Okay. Yep. So I just got tickets to the next series Good. of three dinners. One is with Amalia Domgard. That one is on May Cinco 5th. de Mayo. Yep. Then they're also having a sort of, I don't know if it's Jewish centric, but it is. they'll have a, a Jewish dinner that's happening. And then the final dinner that's happening is in the fall with Chef Sean Sherman from uh, Awamni and the sous chef. I got my tickets to the whole series because I'm pretty sure it'll sell out. Yeah. It just looked like you guys it had was such a great time. So much fun. And right. it was wonderful. Yeah. You can buy them in a pack now if you want to do all three. Yeah. So, so I, I think it's wonderful. Signed up and did that. So we'll put Good. that on the show page. Um. Oh, okay. I got one more. You there. got one more? 70. Before I do my other it's one? It's because of you. I know. Adult. I know. Night. Cheapskate. I put that in the feed for you. I knew it. I saw it and I was like, this is for me. At the end of every month. So Saturday night is skate night at Cheapskate, 8 o'clock. It's adults. Yeah. But they don't always have bar and beer and wine. No. 
And at the end of every month now, they're going to have every, like... Yeah, Saturdays. Yeah. So I've got a little group I'm trying to get together for April. Okay. If I'm you're listening, come. Lisa and Lisa. Oh, can I come? Okay, yeah. And Is Joanna Cook. And, yeah. Oh. No, it's Lisa uh, LaCourcier. LaCourcier. Okay. And Jen. Gonna, yep. Right. They have their own skates even. So we are going to have Whoa. a ladies skate night at the end of April. We'll make Adult pom-poms skate for everybody. Skate. <laughs> I'd like a pom-pom. I have no skates. I have been making pom-poms. Okay, please make me some pom-poms. I will make you a pom-pom. That's fun. Okay. All right, so adult skate night, cheapskate. It's the end of the month. You can find more details on their page, but it's a blast. Or you can find it on the feed. Okay, also, what about, here's my last one before we have to take a quick break. But, actually, I have two quickly to ram in here. One is... John Whipley has opened the season for barbecue and burgers at Anamales. He's switched trucks, and this is important to know. The burger truck is now outside of Able Brewing. So that's where the burgers are going to come. He's got triples. He's got doubles. He's open today from 12 to 8 if you absolutely need a killer burger. I mean, my God, those burgers are spectacular. And then the barbecue is happening at Bauhaus Brewery. And those, he's got brisket, he's got ribs, he's got all sorts of great stuff there. Definitely want to, and like, that's really good, I think, with the German beers that they have at Bauhaus. I love this mashup. Both of his trucks are phenomenal. Spectacular. I'm really excited by that. And the second, the last thing I wanted to shout out is there's a new gluten-free bakery um, in St. Louis Park. And I just forgot the name of it. It just totally went out of my head. It's off of Excelsior it's Boulevard, It's called like, I think. nothing but wheat or no wheat, without the wheat, something about not the wheat. God, you guys, where is this my is, brain? I have a Hanson brain. It's it's menopause. I I'm know, a few years older than is. you. I think that's what we call that. Just menopause. Oh, it really is. And also it's but it's in the Brookside neighborhood is the most important thing to know, which is across from Bunnies, as I'm scrolling to find the name of it. Hold the wheat. It's called Hold the Wheat. Hold the Wheat. Hold the Wheat. And they opened at eight AM this morning for their grand opening. They've got little little cakes. They've got mini pies. They've Yum. got cookies. And all sorts of stuff. Super cute. White and orange, the outside of the building. All right. Just so cute. I love orange. We're coming back with Martini Madness. Yes, March we are. has been martining around town, and she has an update on the Weekly Dish. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. We are here in the madness of March to talk about something very important. Martinis. It is the Martini Madness. I know. I know I've talked about it a lot on the show. I haven't really posted until last night because I've kind of been it was gathering. It a really pretty picture last night. Well, I'll tell you I, that. I, you guys, I was at the office last night and I was kind of like, should I go out for a martini? And I tried a couple friends and stuff. There was any chance someone would meet me. And then I, I know I need to get you guys' sullies on the, on the list. But I basically didn't. And then I was like, you know what? I have some gin at home. Or I have what's left of uh, a martini batch at home. And I thought, I'm just going to go home and I'm just going to chill out. Because I hadn't made my own yet. I've been eat, drinking them around town. And now I was going to make one at home. So I have to say that I also ate a jar of olives the other day for lunch. So I didn't. I had like one olive left. And I was very excited that that olive went into that martini. But. Um, so I he, ate a jar of olives the other day. That was my lunch. That is a really funny. Actually, sidebar, that is the question on the Facebook today is like, what do you eat for lunch when you're like work from home? Saltines and butter. This is the thing is I want people <laughs> to tell me because I feel like, am I the only one who Greek like yogurt and granola? Yeah. Right. With a little teaspoon of jam. Yeah. And then also like, it's so weird because now I've been eating at lunch, you know, I've been leading, <clears throat> working from home. And eating strange lunches like yogurt and three pieces of deli meat. Right. You know? And so then now when I've been in the office and everyone's like, do you want, should we get lunch delivered? And people, like, there's salads and there's, like, sandwiches. I'm like, this is too much Oh, can I just, because I'm at Modern Well, co-working. Yeah. And people full on order lunch. 
This is so weird to me. And I'm like, who? Like, that was though when we were 20, we did. Yeah. You could eat a lunch and a breakfast. Yeah. And then go home and eat your whole meal. I'm down to like one meal and half the day is barely that. Well, and I just, it just seems like I realize that it's become like the habit that has started is so strange. You know what I mean? It's funny that you bring that up because I'm going to talk a little bit in the next segment about this, but the workers going back into the workplace are freaked out about how much it's costing. Well, yes. Okay, let's hold on this. Yep. Let's because I am interested in this, and that's actually why I wanted to get at that question on the Facebook. Because great, I may be doing a story about it. Okay, back to Martini Madness, yes. as one should. So, so sorry, Laura. Um, let's talk about the fact that I have now had martinis at a lot of places around town, and I'm not done. Just to be clear, I'm not done, but I am very aware that like. A gin mo- uh, moment versus a vodka moment is very important to people. Some people are very much like gin only, some are vodka only. I sort of go both ways very clearly. And I think that there's something good about if you try, if you're going to have two martinis, do one and then another one. Oh boy. I know. And, if you're and I'm going to have two say, martinis, have, have a someone driver. <laughs> drive you for, or eat like I did at Manny's, a giant porterhouse steak on the side. Because- Our friend Chaz, like, if he goes for the second martini, all of his friends go, no, you're going to lose your consonants. Yes, this is true. <laughs> and he starts like talking to her. Just Sorry. like no consonants. And they're like, no, you can't. You definitely need a driver. Let me just be clear. And, and let me be clear on something else. If you go to Manny's and you have one, you will need a driver. Okay, that Martini. That martini came, and my friend Heidi, who I've known for many, many years, she's a marvelous server there, one of like the first female they, they, you know, women servers that they brought on. She walked it so slow from the bar to my table because it was like meniscus. <laughs> like it yeah. was bubbling over the edge. Yum. And she was such a pro, she didn't spill. But then you have to like put your head down and like slurp it like a child, you know? I have a confession. What's your confession? I've never had a martini. How have you never had a martini? I mean, I've had like a cosmopolitan. I mean, that is. I've had like. We've a talked about this. This makes it a mixed lemon drink. Lemon drop. Those are mixed drinks. That's not a martini. Never have actually had a martini. I think you are the person that needs to break me in. Okay, well, I, you're about to go to Vegas, man. And I feel like you should have a martini in Vegas. Like, if you're going to. You know, like oh. if you're gonna break it in, I want to do it with you. Okay, okay, then, then, then definitely. I want you to like be like, this is where we need to go. Well, this is how you need to order. And it. I would get you a Gibson, but like, and a Gibson is a martini that's just with a pickled onion, and that is marvelous. And the best one is at All Saints because they wash it, they wash their vermouth with a little bit of scallion, charred scallion, and so there's this sort of savory oh boy. onion. I just had the best dinner there too. Oh that could be God. a good spot. Yeah, girls' I, night. Well, that was where I was going to go and get a Japanese and a cheeseburger because their cheeseburger large, medium, and small. (laughs) Sorry, Meyer, you're large. (laughs) He prefers tall, 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 medium, tall, medium, and small. And I'll take small. But um, but I would say that that one is my favorite Gibson. Although I've been told that the Gibson at the Creekside Supper Club in South Minneapolis is stellar. So I'm going to give that one a shot. Cocktails are not to trifle with. No. And I've only had the old fashions there because that's what I'm going to do when I go there. I've had a gimlet and I was like, okay, could I have a little more roses, please? Oh, really? (laughs) I had to order a side of extra things to water it down just a bit. Okay. Just some more ice in there, It was just a lot. Okay. So um, the a couple other surprising ones that I had was that I had a great one at uh, Yumi's Sushi, 
with our friend Tracy. Yeah. Tracy Dyer and I were there and we were having sushi and we got this martini and it had this beautiful like little flower in it and it was just so light. I feel like it was the sake. There was a little bit of sake in it. Or yuzu maybe. There wasn't yuzu. Maybe it was. But I don't know. It was with the sushi. It was perfect. And normally, you know, like you think about usually get sake with sushi or maybe you go, you know, whiskey if you're me because it's like you kind of pair that up, but I, that was a great drink there. Well, I was very was surprised. Because the Japanese gins are so good. I think it was. Okay. Yeah, the, for sure. Um, and then my favorite vodka martini, I was just telling the girls, was at Gianni's oh, in Wyzetta. Because here's the deal. like, And let's get clear with like people, some bartenders, when you ask for a gin martini and you say you want it super cold, they don't really want to shake it because they talk about bruising the gin. You know, so they want to stir it. And that just gets it cold. That gets it cold enough. Like you're, if they don't want to shake it, I'm not going to make them shake it. I want them to do what they think is sure. right at that point. The second one, I may say, now shake it. You know what I mean? But, but I like the fact that I got a gin martini from them, and we did it with a twist, and that it had this beautiful floral vermouth, and then that was kind of beautiful because with with gins, you're going either piney or you're going floral. And if you're going floral, See, this would be the hard decision. I know for this me, is why you're I like gonna have both. to do this. So then I would do a twist if you're gonna go floral on that one, and you okay. could just sort of sip that one forever. If you're gonna go piney, I'm gonna go olives because that kind of gives you that salty, briny bit. So now then, with the vodka martinis, you're you can, they can shake the heck out of it, and it can get almost like snowy, right? I mean, it can get like frosty looking with the little shards in there, right? Me too. And for sure, I'm gonna go and but with vodka, I would sometimes go with a twist. But I will tell you that I'm not mad at any time someone puts an olive in my martini. And a dirty martini, a lot of people love it because it gives you a little bit more something to hold on to. That's what Julia loves. Yeah. And that's just with the olive oil juice, Yeah, right? you just, they pour a little bit of the brine into the mix. And then, in, in, let me be honest, if you're having a dirty martini, the best thing to do, like, to go full, like, just go right over that edge and do those blue cheese stuffed olives. Ooh. Because those... That's just like a whole viscous moment that's beautiful and perfect. It's a very salt bomb, very savory drink. If you're kind of like done with your sweets, like maybe you've had too many sugary old fashions or Negronis are a little bit tart, but still, sometimes when you're going too far into that stuff, a martini is a cutter. It just cuts right through. So is your madness over? God, no. Or are you just starting? Still mad. Still mad. I'm only, this was part one of the madness. I feel like the actual basketball madness, they're down to the final eight now. So then they're going to have to get, are they in 16? 16. Okay, we're not so, basketball yeah. people. <laughs> See, we're just talking my, sports. The madness like we is know. still going. I'm just gonna go and push it through. I'm gonna do a couple dirty martinis this week, as as a couple people requested to find. So okay, that's where I'm headed for. That's the madness that I got for you. And All I'm right. not doing a bracket, and I'm not doing rankings because after a couple martinis, you just love everybody. And so, <laughs> why would I make everybody be mad at each other? That's I don't. Really there's, funny. We are all winners after martinis. You don't understand. Everyone can come. Everyone can come along on this game. All so. right. When we come back, food costs and lunch salads. All right. That is Doja Cat. She had a little episode on Twitter. And on Instagram this week, I don't know if you know. I do not know. She's I don't know just if I care. over it. <laughs> oh, I care about her. I know you do. I do. You I have love a weird her. care I about know. her. I do. I do. Her and Dua Lipa. I don't know why, but I do. Um, no, she had a moment and felt like the people weren't appreciating her. Well, I mean, it is the internet. Yeah, I know. And it's a so, cesspool. It is. Okay, you know who the people are not appreciating? Do tell. Uh, well, that's not true. People are appreciating that workers are going back into the work setting. Yes. Workers well, are not appreciating a couple of things. Okay. 
Um, parking costs. Parking costs are a lot. Because now they're driving back into parking and they don't have their monthly parking set up because they're only coming a couple days a week. So they're paying full freight for parking. Workers are also not really appreciating how much their lunches are costing thanks to inflation. Yeah. It is basically, according to the Wall Street Journal... Um, and of course the journal's perspective is typically from the East and West coast. So yes. let's just start there. Right. Uh, one guy spending $50 lunch. He said, what was once a $9 sandwich from a local sandwich chain is now costing 15 or $16, <gasps> but he doesn't want to pack a bag lunch. Um, $20 is what it is for lunch now. And they said before it was kind of like 12 to 15. So if you're, at work and you're getting your lunch it's 20 bucks um is what they're saying so and i will tell you in minneapolis st paul in the cities one of the things we used to watch was the ten dollar lunch we used to watch like restaurants struggling like because if you're doing skyway eating you can't get worker you can't get the office workers to come down multiple times for stuff that was over ten dollars this is in the past this is pre-pandemic so we would kind of chart that and watch that and see like they would flirt with 10 you know they and then when labor costs started going up a couple of years ago again pre-pandemic that ten dollar lunch was starting to feel real common and then all of a sudden it started creeping up and creeping up so it was creeping up before that but definitely now so having a 14 dollar sandwich seems totally normal to me so salad lunches have increased they say six percent whereas sandwich lunches like a pot belly has increased 5.5 percent and this is pretty much across the board the price of wraps is up 18 percent and burgers are averaging about 8% more. Okay. The average price of burgers has gone up. Obviously, sandwiches has gone up. Now, someone did the measurement on the bean burrito. Yep. That from a convenience store. So remember, you'd get the bean burrito at a convenience store? Well, his, no, but yes, I know that people do. <laughs> his bean burrito increased 40%. So I, I just pulled up on Green in the Grain, which was the salad place that I used to go probably mm-hmm. twice a week, maybe three times a week in when we were in the U.S. Bank yep. Plaza. And their salad prices are 11 bucks. Like the farmer, I used to get the um, the Santorini, which is like the Greek, and that's 11 bucks. Um, Does that seem more or less? That's a small. The large is thirteen fifty. That seems normal to me. Like that seems what it was. All right. You know, but I don't. But I agree. Here's the other thing: because there is less of them, you know, there are less places. Um, you know, I think that they're like, and there's people are there are less people downtown. So then these guys are trying to make their money on you know a couple of days. Yep. I think that the truth is that most downtown workers are coming like. Maybe like Wednesday, Thursday, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And so that leaves it's not it's now it's a three day week instead of a five day week. Right. And then now they're trying to figure out how to make their rent. So Hell's Kitchen just opened Hell's Cafeteria. I did pop in over there um, on Friday afternoon because they were quietly open, even though their grand opening is on Monday. And they're trying to do breakfast and lunch, you know, and then they're eventually saying we'll create meal kits that you can come and grab and take home. So that you can come and grab it and then you can take it for dinner. That's a good idea. And that's, I think a lot of people have tried to do that. I don't know how well well it's worked. So U.S. inflation this week hit 7.9%. Food inflation is higher than that. They're saying it's 8.6 to 9%. Really? So I just was doing my own little, I was shopping it. Uh, I went to Cub because I had to do like some of the majors. 
And I was in the grain aisle and I am thinking about grain bowls and grain salads and maybe going to do a segment about that. So I'm looking at the farro. I'm looking at the quinoa. I'm looking at the wild rice. Have you like looked at your grains recently? Yes. And I know this has to be because a lot of the grain is grown in Ukraine. Is that why? No, I mean, there's I mean, there's a lot of Eastern Europe. Yeah. I mean, well, are you talking like specific well, like, I just I could go down the list. Quinoa, arborio rice, uh, regular rice, um, millet was more expensive. The only thing that wasn't more expensive was the northern foraged wild rice. That was about the same. Yeah. yeah I was just like a bag of arborio rice that we buy all the time. For risotto. It was $10. No, it was $10. Really? Quinoa's always been more expensive. You know, and so I guess, I don't know. At Cub, you're saying this was yeah, at Cub? at oh, Cub. Interesting. And Faro, which I love Faro. I eat it quite a bit. A bag of Faro was $4. So that really hadn't impacted. It was like specific things. Well, and that would be because of, yeah. I, mean, I guess arboreal rice comes from Italy. Well, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a, Well, it's a very specific niche thing. So it might just be shipping. It might be supply lines. You know what I mean? Well, and couscous. You know how there's that... Um, in the grocery aisle, there's a plastic square that has a bright orange top. And you get about four cups of couscous in there. Mm-hmm. Do you know the one I'm talking about, Steph? That was also $10. Yeah, those, I hate the packaging on those. That's like, why? I like it for the cabin because, and that's yeah. the thing. Like, I'm not at the cabin yet, but I end up buying massive amounts of groceries because we just feed so many people up there and yeah, nobody brings true. food. You know that Lundberg? I'm going to start taking a collection. Well, the Lundberg, which is that bag of that green bag. Yeah, of the that's, zip the, top, one that's the one I'm talking about. Talking about. Ten I just, bucks. I just looked online just to see what Amazon had it as. And uh, a pack of the two pound bag is twelve fifty nine on Amazon. Ten bucks at Cub. Yeah. And they also have one. They also have a seller for eight nine eight seventy nine or something. But doesn't that seem like way more than it used to be? Because I, I was just buying all this more. stuff last summer, and it never occurred to me that anything was outrageous. I don't. I, and I, I may be the worst person to talk about as I shop for myself at this point, and so I don't do the big shops anymore. Although I do did the big shop when the kids were home. But well, and pot roast like. Chuck roast. Yeah. Usually you could get a chuck roast for like eight to 15 bucks would be the big one. They're now 10 is the low yes. and up to 24, yeah. depending on the size. Yeah. No, I mean, everything is definitely more expensive. Eggs, too. Eggs, meat, ground beef. So what do you think? Like, is that a thing where you would rather maybe go to rejoin up like a Costco so that you can get bulk? Or are you thinking like Costco? Like you're gives paying me more, hives. but you're getting more for your dollars. I don't care. I you can't care. go there. Okay. I can't. That St. Louis Park parking lot. I just, I'm getting hives thinking about it. It's I'm literally starting to get hot. Yeah. I hate that parking you lot. You should go to the Eden Prairie one then. I, I don't even know. It doesn't it's seem right because then Eden it's Prairie. like you're spending all the gas to drive there. So <laughs> I think I'm just going to have to really like buckle down and maybe use coupons and maybe just be... And I think about this, like, I'm going to be fine. Let's be honest. I was going to say, you're not. But I just wrote this cookbook, you guys, and I added up for my taxes the amount of food that I bought. Yeah, you get to write it off. It was, but I didn't write it all off because if I wrote it all off, the IRS would come to my house. You need to write it off. And like knock on my door and be like, um, what's going on here? You made five cents and you wrote off 50 cents. That's okay. You should do it. I I do. You need to. So, but I think about my daughter. All cookbook authors do, just so you know. Okay. 
I'm like, they all do it. So it's not like the IRS is like you're doing something crazy abnormal. That's I did what, what I do. felt like was reasonable and not going to flag it. But I will say, I think about this as my, like I said, my daughter is, you know, she's a $12 an hour worker, college graduate that's just trying to make it in the world. And her partner is a teacher who has not been working. And for them, you know, like they're thinking about beans and rice. They're thinking about egg dishes. They're calling me like, hey, do you have any leftover soups? And because I always have soup. Do you have any leftover soups? Can we come by and get some soups? Do you have any tomatoes left from the garden last summer? They're really thinking about food. And I would say that if there is ever a time to then start to become conscious of your consumption, that this is it. Maybe I'm just going to find the bright side of this is that maybe that there is a way that they can say, well, if I'm not going to do as many grains, I'm going to do fresh vegetables, which I can buy from the farm stands when they start to come up. And, you know, um, like untieds and all the rest, you know, who have those little farm stands around, maybe they start to reorient how they eat and thinking about how they spend their dollars. And I, I think that's never a bad thing and because the stuff you're going to get locally is going to be cheaper. Well, and than the wild rice is shipped. a classic example of that. Yeah. And I used to think wild rice was super expensive and I would only get it like as a treat. I'd get the harvested. But now I'm like, no, I'm going to, instead of making like a rice salad, I'll just make, or not rice salad, obviously white rice salad. I'll make wild rice salads and I'll just, and I think places like Bob's Produce Ranch, places that are where you can volunteer and get a discount on your groceries. There are a lot of alternatives in the Twin Cities, but this food cost situation is real. 10%, if you've had a wage increase and now your food costs 10% more and your gas is 10% more. Yeah. You know, that adds up quickly. And as somebody who has once lived paycheck to paycheck, someday I'll tell you the story about me wanting to buy a bag of cookies in the store. And I had a loaf of bread and Kurt said, well, it's the cookies or the bread you have to pick. (laughs) And I burst out crying and went and sat in the car. Yeah. I was like, if I'm so poor that I can't even, I'm working full time and I can't even afford to buy a bag of cookies or bread, I'm just going to go sit in the car and cry. $5 fried rice from Kindle. That was like, that lasted me for three days. And I was like, I can totally make this last for three days as I was bartending at nights and coming home and just having a couple little bits of it. So, and and we are, you know, we are aware and we hope that, you know, people can, I hope that people can also, by the way, seek help if you do, if you are so strapped, the food shelves are there for you no matter what. We always talk about insecure. Yep. But if you are to a point where you're not able to make this work, seek out loaves and fishes, seek out dinners where you can get a hot meal cooked for you, seek out some of the food shelves. There's no shame in that game. And I'm going to keep in my eye on cooking things that are more economical for families and I'll be keeping my eye out we can, for some why recipes don't we do, for that. Why don't we do that, like a segment, you know, coming up within yeah. the next couple of weeks? Like, yep. re, like, maybe we even do, like, what can you do for, like, 20 bucks? Yep. Okay, we'll do it. All right. Yeah. We're going to take a break. Uh, we are coming back. Stephanie's going to give us the lowdown on Oscar Foods. Yes. And we'll have the moral of the story when we come back. We are back on the Weekly Dish, presented by our friends at Maker's Mark, Knob Creek, Hornitos. All the good liquors. All the good liquors. Yes. Okay, so are you going to watch... Have you have you watched all the movies? The Oscars are on Sunday, tomorrow. I've watched a lot. You have watched a lot. I feel like a lot of people more than ever have watched a lot. My friend Sarah does this thing with her friends where they watch all the movies and then they cook food that's like themed in an Oscar party. That's That would be what yeah. we do. So <laughs> I... I like watch some with her and we talk about like, what are you guys going to do? Yeah. So does she have ideas or? Well, she's not the hostess this year, but 
um, the power of the dog. They're doing something. Hot dogs. Like, a lot of people are doing hot dogs for yep. that. I kind of took a look around, you know, and to kind of see there's a, some fun things like uh, Don't Look Upside Down Cake. Okay. Don't Look Up. That was a great movie. I loved that one. I hated that movie. Oh, I But I have no it. sense of humor like that. Okay. That one is like, a very I just, low... I was like, this is like yeah. not even funny to me. I did try to watch Licorice Pizza and I fell asleep and I was like, mm, I don't know. People if really like... liked it too. I Yeah. I, a lot of people did. Okay. I don't know. It was odd enough. I may I may try to dip back in. That's how I felt about Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley also was not a winner for me. Ugh. Like I kind of was like waiting for it to get great and, and then it was that's over. That's my subject matter. And I still was like, <laughs> I um, I love geeks. I love yeah. The circus. I love yeah. clairvoyant, and I love Bradley Cooper, and I love Tony Collette. Why isn't this working for me? Yeah, I know. It None just of felt it strange. Yeah. And I love, yeah, uh, Guillermo del Toro is like one of my oh, favorites. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but ABC had this. How about being the Ricardo nuts? Being the Ricardo <laughs> donuts. I like the nuts. The nuts. Any kind of nuts. Ricardo donuts. Ricardo nuts. Cute. Yeah, that's a cute idea. Um, I didn't see that either. Someone actually made licorice pizza. By using fennel because, you know, like fennel sausage does have like a little bit of a licorice taste to it. Okay. So you could make that happen. Right. And I that was would thinking be normal. they braided literal licorice into a I, giant someone pizza. Someone will do it and, and it'll then be gross. That, yum. Yeah. Um, I love this for the dog one, um, except for eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I'd like to eat Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I, I, I like to eat eggs Benedict. <laughs> you know. All right. I Works know. for me. Right? Um, but there's like, uh, and then, you know, of course, what they will be eating at the Oscars ball. Well, is Wolfgang Puck doing it again? I think he always so. caters. Yes. 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 There's like, and there's a lot of, yeah, there, you know, there's a lot of like little um, bitey things, you know, but I was never, I never really cared about like what they were eating. I Because they wanted, don't even eat it. No, I just They can't want, get it like a little a giant dollop of sauce on their dress. Yeah, I just want to have the fun, right? I just want to have... But so someone was saying if you're going to watch, you know, being the Ricardos or you're celebrating them, you want to do like a roast pork, like a Cuban pork roast okay. with crushed grapes. I would... That would be funny with crushed grapes. Crushed like that's grapes, a Lucy yum. and Desi oh, yeah. thing. If you're doing the Spencers, if you're like, you know, psyched about Spencer, and I watched that one. I loved that one. She's amazing. She was very cool. It was a very strange movie, the Lady Die one, but yep. but uh batter fried chicken because of uh because of the KFC scene at the end. She takes her kids to KFC at the end. Oh. Like to because to get out of the royal family. You know what I mean? She's like That's really cool. embracing like that moment. I love that. Um or French fries, because you know there. So I didn't watch Belfast. Did you see Belfast? No, I want to. It's yeah. on the list. It's Pan $5 boxy. to rent. A little Irish potato pancake is a good idea if you're doing that one. Little Cole Cannon. Cole Cannon, potatoes and cabbage. Yep. Okay. Everyone's saying for licorice pizza. Yes, do that. Um, how about West Side Story? Puerto Rico style. I like to be in America. <laughs> Gosh, I love that movie. Ropa Vieja would be great oh, for yeah. that. You could get some you could get some Dominican stuff to take out from El yeah, Cubano. Which was from our first segment. I know. And the the I wanna call her the whiner, but that's probably not very kind. The girl that the lady that was like, um, oh, I'm not going to the Oscars because I didn't get invited and now she's a presenter. I have no idea what you're talking about. I, she starred in the movie. She wasn't the main character, but what movie in West, West Side, Side Story? Oh, so now she's getting to be an Oscar presenter because on Twitter she was like, oh, "I wasn't invited to the Oscars." It wasn't Rita Moreno, was it? No, oh, God, God, no. I was to say. I mean, if you want to watch something real cool, Google "60 Minutes Rita Moreno." She's been on there a couple times, but she was just on there with Anderson Cooper about a month ago. 
what an inspiring human oh, being. She's amazing. And she has and had I such loved, a life. I love that she was in the new version as, yes. you know, the shop. She talked about Steven love Spielberg. It. She talked about how life-changing that movie was for her, about being on the, she was raped on the casting couch. I mean, she <laughs> has a story. She's got a lot. Uh, Encanto, if you're doing Encanto, uh, Colombian cheese arepas. Okay. Uh, yes. We don't cheese talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno, but we do talk about cheesy bread things that you can eat. And Have you watched it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, gotcha. And they have ajiaco, which is a Colombian chicken stew. See, I'm, selling, I'm so on You're going to have ajiaco so when you go point. home. I know I it. Might You're going to like ajiaco. in the next couple days, it's going to show up on you, your Instagram feed. I love feed. it so much. I used to call it snaining soup because it's perfect for when it's like snowing and raining, which is spring. That's what or it is. Or first gadurzel, that's freezing drizzle. What is it? First gadurzel. I did not know that. I didn't. I don't know even that. know. I might have gotten that from John Hines in like the '90s when he worked at WLOL. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was back in the day. There it is. All right. Oh, and if you're gonna do ta- Tammy Faye, did you watch Eyes of Tammy Faye? Stephanie March, I sure did, Loved and that it. was an incredible movie. Loved it. Loved it. I would drink Diet Coke just for Tammy Faye. Like throughout the entire day, I would just do Diet Coke. Seriously. Yeah. So good. Uh, that makeup in that movie, too, if they don't win. Well, you heard that's the thing, as they were saying that basically, if anyone's going to pull, because, you know, some of the awards are not being broadcast. Televised. So yep. they're going to be, and so Jessica Chastain, who plays Tammy Faye Baker, has said that she is going to be there at the non-televised portion. She's going to honor her teams because they were so important. But I bet you if she wins, she's the one who will pull her team up with her on stage if they win. You yeah, know what I mean? and they should. She's I mean, it's them... a makeup award, for goodness yeah, sakes. I know. So. She wears the makeup, and she had to... She actually, like, something happened to her skin. Oh, really? Or her eyes. Yeah, like some kind of life-changing thing happened to her due to the makeup that she had to wear in that movie. It's amazing. It's did amazing. you used to watch that? Did what? Did you used to watch that? We'd get home from I the I never bar did, and but I had a friend who told me that he watched it, and I was like, what? We would watch it all the time. I never Late watched at night. it. It no. was No. It was a train wreck, but it was a train wreck that, like, you couldn't look away. Yeah. So. Okay. There's that. All right. So there's your, there's my Oscar dining movie picks for you. Okay. If you have to just, you have to have popcorn. I of course have popcorn. What kind of popcorn are you going to buy? What do you mean? This is a trick question. Okay. I don't buy popcorn. I make popcorn. But you have to buy it. You have to buy it. You're at the convenience store. What kind of popcorn are you going to buy? I've never bought popcorn. Okay, you are such a weirdo. I do, but so, like I have smart corn out of the. Are you talking about the kernels? Are you talking about Orville Redenbacher? This is not a hard question. It is a hard question, but it's making me laugh. I don't understand. <laughs> like kernels? Or are you talking like bags? Like of a popcorn? bag of popcorn. Okay. If you have to buy okay. a bag of popcorn, what do you buy? Oh, I, do you want me to say Angie's kettle corn, sure. or do you want me to say what do you buy? I, I don't. <laughs> I I don't. No, this is why I've never had a martini. You've never bought a bag of popcorn. I mean, I've bought, we need no, to remedy I've bought smart popcorn from the vending machine when that is the only thing in there. Yum. That would be the thing that I would buy from the vending okay. machine. But I'm never going to go buy popcorn. Well, how about the movie theater popcorn? Who has the best movie theater popcorn? Me. <laughs> Do you bring your own popcorn to oh, the movie oh, theater? The best movie theater popcorn has been the Excelsior Dock in Excelsior, which is now closed, but they use real butter. And you always can get so like... So does the Riverview. And you watch them and then they get and they, they go and you're like, just a little bit yeah, more. And then they and shake they, halfway. It's so great. Yeah, because you have to get it halfway and then finish it yeah. and then top it off yeah. and then shake. Yeah, I don't like the AMCs because I don't like that no, butter, fake butter thing is disgusting. So, Well, this was a funny, funny <laughs> show. Thanks for listening to The Weekly Dish. Thanks for coming in, Barb and Lori. Oh. We'll be back with you with some great things for next week. Ciao, yeah. ciao. Ciao, ciao.